0: Coming to the speech, I'm making a speech in a little while. Are you? As soon as I'm finished with you. Oh my God, we have to go for sure. Then the uh, then the easy work starts. Exactly.
1: No, we were saying last time we had you on, it's a great honor to have you back. We That's really appreciate right. it. Last time we had you on, it was our biggest episode ever, obviously. 7 million views in 24 hours. It was crushing, going viral. I feel like you did such a good job too. Like Everybody loved it on both sides and then YouTube took it down. Yeah. But you called it.
0: I said they're going to take it down because we talked about election fraud. In fact, if we talk about it again, they'll take it down again. But what difference does it make? There are a lot of other channels, a lot of other networks and uh, platforms. But uh, you guys were great. You said, uh, we will not change it. We're not going to amend it. We're not going to take anything out. And uh, it did really hit. It was a big monster, wasn't it? Huge. Huge. it's because of you much more than me, I would assume. (laughs) And then we saw, saw
1: you at uh, we saw you at UFC. Obviously yeah. we're good friends with Dana. We want to give a shout out to Dana for even He's amazing,
0: together. actually, isn't he? He's, he's the best amazing. guy ever. We walked in and he said he's never seen anything like that. That was a good walk in. The place went crazy. It went wild. When you
1: walk in like that, do you always expect like a response like that? Or are you ever kind of nervous about what the response is gonna not be? I'm too
0: nervous about it. it. It you know, I feel that arena we had a hundred percent support and they're incredible people, incredible fighters, great athletes. Uh, they're beyond athletes no athlete can take punishment like that you know 250 shots to the face during a round Uh and then look forward to the second round right (laughs) i mean who who does that but dane is amazing and dane is uh you know one of the few people that you can say probably could never be the same without him everybody's replaceable they say as you get older you'll hear that i don't think you guys are replaceable from what i understand i don't think so but uh, Dana is very unique, and what he's done with UFC is incredible. Actually, yeah, for sure. How does it feel to have that continued
2: support from Dana? Because we know some people probably folded on you.
0: We have, well, I do. I have continued support from Dana, and you know, Dana is a tough guy, and he's a smart guy, and he's a loyal person. And uh, I helped Dana at the very beginning when nobody wanted to put UFC on, and I had places that were able to do it, and I did it. And I actually went to the first fight ever and I said, wow, this is unbelievable. And I think we did five five of them at the beginning and then it started catching on. And uh, Dana remembers that a lot of people don't remember, you know, like you endorse a politician and they forget all of a sudden if it's convenient for them. So, but a lot of people don't. Dana is a very loyal person and uh, uh, he's a good friend of mine.
1: But when we saw you at UFC too... Dana told us you were coming. We got really excited. And I just, I asked you, I was like, Mr. Trump, do you want to come on the Full Stem podcast again? I feel like it's such, it's such good timing right now. Like, I don't know, personally me, I'm watching everything going on here and also abroad around the world. And I just feel like it's such a good time to have you on to speak. Cause like, Great. I don't care what anyone says. Like, I don't care about the backlash. Like, I feel like we, we need you back right now. Like we need you back in office. And like, I feel like if people have anything against you, they got to put it aside. Cause like. I feel like you're the only one right now that can really fix the problems here and abroad.
0: Well, it's really nice that you say that. I appreciate it. I know you come from both sides of it, right? You know, you have- A little bit. You have the little bit left side and you have the little bit right side and sometimes the strong right side because we have to take care of our country. But uh, we've never as a country been in the danger that we're in right now. Uh, You have other countries and in particular Russia, but other countries talking- uh, the N word, which is the nuclear word in this case. And, uh, you can't do, you can't use that term. You can't use. Cause there's two N words, right? There are two N words, right? There's which one's N-words. worse? Uh, they're both real bad, <laughs> but you can't use the nuclear word. You just can't do it. And, uh, if you do it, uh, nobody used it during, during my term because it's so devastating. It's so horrible. If you look at the power of weaponry, the power of nuclear weapons, and all of a sudden now everybody's using it, it's like become just a common part of every speech. And that leads to very bad things. Our country has never been in the danger it's been in. We don't have ammunition. I don't know if you know that. You've been reading, you guys really keep up on it, but we have very little ammunition. Uh, I gave them a brand new, beautiful military loaded up with ammunition, and we've given much of the ammunition away to Ukraine and other places. And uh, we're we're very vulnerable right now. We're very vulnerable. We're, and now on top of everything else, we're supposed to go over to Taiwan and help them. You know, at some point, we're going to have to defend ourselves and we're going to have to make sure that things are going along. You never heard of a problem with Taiwan and you never heard of a problem with Ukraine just three years ago. Mm-hmm. It's like incredible that to see this happening. Uh, Putin would have never, ever in a million years gone into Ukraine. And President Xi of China would have never, ever, he never talked about it. He wouldn't have done it. And I had conversations with both of them about those subjects, Taiwan and Ukraine, respectively. And I will tell you, there was no way they would have done Taiwan or Ukraine. This wouldn't have happened. And now it's almost happening Routinely. I think what happened that was so bad was Afghanistan, not the withdrawal, because I had it down to 2,500 troops. We were going to keep Bagram, the, the big Air Force base, because it's, as you know, I, you've heard me say it. It's one hour away from where China makes its nuclear weapons. That's, that's, that's a big that. deal. No, mm-hmm. that's a big deal. And I didn't need it. We didn't need it for. And we gave that up. Afghan- we gave it up. We gave it up. We like surrendered And this is one of the biggest bases anywhere in the world. We just walk. You know who's occupying it? Very shortly, China. China's taking it over slowly but surely. And they're going to be occupying uh, the whole thing, Bagram. And uh, the way we left Afghanistan was, I think, the most embarrassing moment in the history of our country. And I think that when Putin and Xi and others saw that, they said, we're incompetent. We don't know what we're doing. Mm -hmm. We don't know what we're doing. And I think that emboldened him to go and do the Ukraine thing. And what a mess. But that country's being obliterated. What's what's so strategic about Taiwan? Uh well like, it, why are it's we- it's ninety percent of the chips. You know about chips better than For most people. Yeah. You deal in chips. <laughs> and but ninety percent of the chips and the the uh the toughest ones, the most intricate ones, they're made. And, and you know, look, they, take, they took a lot of business away from us, in all fairness. I do ask. Uh, they make tremendous amounts of money in Taiwan. And I do say, well, if we're going to defend a country, aren't we supposed to, like, be at least partially reimbursed? Yeah. Because they did take our chip industry, much of it, almost all of it. And they now are, uh, they make approximately 90% of the world's chips. So that's a big thing because you start throwing bombs in there and start blowing up those uh, factories and labs where they make the chips. That's going to be a big, that's going to be a big world problem. There are a lot of problems, but, you know, the United States cannot do everything. And we're in a very bad position. We're in a very vulnerable position because they've given so much, so fast to Ukraine that we are... uh, we're in a very bad defensive position. We have to build up our ammunition. Who would think that we were loaded to the gills with ammunition and everything, and we've given up so much, and now on top of it, we're supposed to go 9,000 miles away. You know, we're 9,000 miles away from, as you know, from Taiwan, 9,000, and uh, they're 90 miles away. This is a little difference, little difference. And with that being said, we want to help people out. We want to have freedom but you know in many ways we're no longer a democracy when you look at what's happening in this they've weaponized our justice system they've uh, they've done things that were unthinkable uh, I say we don't have a free press look what happened to our show the last time we did a show. Mm-hmm. You had the biggest show, you had the biggest hit, you were setting records and they took you down. And we were wondering why
1: us? Because well, you have other stuff not a free on YouTube, press, right? But you when have like Fox News I interviews. I do. We feel like we were targeted for that.
0: Well, I think they targeted because it was a certain point in time, but they'll probably do it again. Let's see, will they take this show down? Maybe, you know, then maybe. But I love that you stuck to your guns. You said, we will not change it. You could have, I think you could have probably taken certain of the things that I said and that we said together out. Uh, But you stuck, So now we'll give it another shot. No, we can not This will be a big show. This will be even bigger. Of course. This will be bigger. You know why? Because we're all hotter now than we were (laughs) a year ago.
2: How Uh, much does it hurt to have people that do fold on you and switch up?
0: Well, look, you know, you you do what you have to do. And uh, I just feel that I'm here for a certain reason. I'm here to defend the United States of America. I'm here to make America great again. You know, it's a slogan, MAGA. It's become a, there's probably never been a slogan like it politically in this country, definitely, maybe in the world, maybe in the history of the world, but it's make America great again. And we have to put America first. Another one that came out, America first. We never put America first. We have politicians that put America last. I think Biden puts America last. It's a real problem.
2: What do you think? Because it seems like now that the country's more divided than it's ever been. So what would be steps well, I to unify? Think Biden
0: is a tremendous divisive factor. He's a divider. Yeah. 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 No, he's a divider. It's, you know, he he came in the bases from his basement saying that, you know, going to bring the country together. Or his people wrote lines, you know, they're going to bring the country together. No, I think the country is more divided now than it's ever been. I've never seen anything Definitely. like it. I thought Obama was a big divider too, but I think this is worse. Do, do you think that you could unify the country? I think I can. so I tell this story when... We were really rocking and rolling before COVID came in, the China virus, a gift from China. We were doing so well. We had the number one in history, number of jobs. To this date, we've never had anything like it. Uh, We had, everybody was doing well. Uh, African Americans, uh, Hispanic Americans, Asian Americans, women, men, MIT graduates, Harvard graduates, Wharton graduates, people that didn't go to high school Everybody, every single group was doing better than they've ever done. And the country was doing the best. It was the greatest our country has ever been. Uh, China was going to supposedly for 20 years, they were gonna take over. In 2018, 2019, China would become the number one country with the economy. It wasn't happening. I was was absolutely destroying them. I was charging China massive tariffs. We were taking in hundreds of billions of dollars from China, nope no president took in 10 cents and i was taking in hundreds of billions of dollars and an amazing thing happened i was getting calls from people that were radical left or left or democrats but democrats with a strong lean to the left and they wanted to get together they wanted to talk they were, they were coming i'm telling you had covid not come in we would have had a unified country i was getting calls from people that Wanted to meet, wanted to talk, wanted to almost make peace because we, we were doing so well. It was success. Success was bringing us together. And I was never a strong believer that this would happen, but the success of the, our country did the best it ever did in history. I mean, far better than it does now. Now we have massive inflation. We have uh, tremendous problems. I mean, supply chain problem. We have every problem you can have. Everything was perfect. We had the perfect mix of everything. And I was getting calls from people that I would never have gotten calls from. And they wanted to get together. And I'm telling you, our nation was coming together. So the answer is yes. I think success can bring us together. And I think we can have success. We have to have energy. You know, energy is co- is a thing that caused inflation. When they closed up the energy, the cost of energy, the cost of a tank of gasoline, it, it went up to five, six, seven, eight dollars in mm-hmm. some places. And it's still very high. And if you bring down the cost of energy and if you do some very basic things uh, get rid of the windmills. Uh, the windmills. That's why I didn't go to Coachella this oh, year, because when you drive
1: to Palm Springs, you got to see all the windmills. And ever since you said that, it like just a pisses yard. me off when I see all the windmills. How
0: about the old ones that are sitting there rusting and nobody wants to take them down? And they say you can't put the blades underground because it would be very bad. It's a type of fiber. And you can't bury it because it'll be bad for the environment if you bury it. So what are you going to do with it? Throw mm-hmm. it up in the air? Uh, you look at certain areas around Coachella, You you look at some of those areas where you have those abandoned wind farms... They look like junkyards. And remember those windmills, many of them are very bad looking to start off. Some have a better design, but they start to rust. They start to rot. And in a certain number of years, they get abandoned. And they said, let's go to another location. No, it's like, uh, it's a very, very expensive form of energy. And solar's not powerful enough. If you look at solar, but it's just not big enough. And here we're sitting on the greatest amount of liquid gold oil and gas anywhere in the world. And we have it. And we're going to Venezuela now to get it. We're going all over, we're getting, and we have it. We're sitting on it. And now they want to make all electric cars, where the batteries are made exclusively by minerals and other things that are in China and other places that China, like the Congo, that China sort of controls, okay? And almost nothing comes out of the United States it's almost as if they truly hate our country
1: boys this episode is sponsored by shopify (coughs) shopify is an all-in-one e-commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide if you're inspired to start a new business venture this year you guys gotta try shopify shopify is the only tool you need to start run and grow your in-person or e-commerce business without the struggle shopify is the global e-commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million order stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. So, whether you're offering custom stickers from Shopify's in person POS system or selling sunglasses on Shopify's all in one e commerce platform, you are in good hands. By now, it's clear you boys know that I love Shopify. We've used Shopify's e commerce platform from the very beginning to sell full send and happy dag gear hosted on our website. My favorite thing about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, it gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US. They're truly a global force powering millions of entrepreneurs of every size across over 170 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. This is a possibility powered by Shopify. So boys, if you're thinking of starting a business, doing anything, get something going, you can go to shopify.com slash full send and sign up for a $1 per month trial, period. So all lowercase, go to shopify.com slash full send and take your business to the next level today.
0: Look, they're not stupid because they cheated an elections so well, they can't be <laughs> stupid. I really believe they must hate our country who wants an open border where people from mental institutions are being dumped into the U S where people from prisons, where entire prison populations of countries are being, and I do the same thing. If I was the president of a South American or not only South American, they're coming from all over the world. They're dumping their prison population into the United States of America. They're dumping their people from mental institutions and word, that aren't used anymore, Insane Asylum. Did you ever hear, you're too young. That's where Silence of the Lamb. Of course. That's, that's where Silence of the Lamb happens to be uh, you know, his, what's his represented. Name? But Insane <laughs> Asylums, these are, these are seriously sick. They are being dumped into the United States of America, these people. There was an article I read not so long ago about a man who worked in a mental institution in uh, South America, And he said, I work 24 hours. I have nothing to do anymore because our people that are here have all been brought to America. They've been dumped into the borders of these open borders. Who wants open borders? Who wants high interest rates? We have very high interest rates now. It's really clogging up. I mean, it's really causing a big problem. You're going to have a big recession very soon. Uh, So many different things that they're doing. Even the electric cars. Not everybody wants to drive a car for an hour and a half and then have the car... I don't personally, right? No, I mean you know you'd like to be able to drive for six hours or seven hours and then get a a nice load of very inexpensive gasoline. So uh, it's very sad what's happening to our country. But the biggest thing that's happening and the scariest thing that's happening is that we've never been in a position where more we're more vulnerable because of the incredible power of weaponry. And other countries have these weapons. That's
1: what I wanted to ask you about because I'm watching a lot of stuff now, and to me, I feel like people are not realizing. Like, how close are we to like a World War III type scenario? One madman away. You know? And there's a lot of them, When right? I was
0: young, I was, I had a, an uncle who was a very brilliant man. Uh, he was a professor at MIT. And I believe he was the longest serving professor in the history of MIT. He was there for almost 40 years. Dr. John Trump. And he would tell me about the power of nuclear. And I sort of wouldn't believe it. And he was right, the power is so massive, it's so so incredibly powerful. But everybody said, because of this power, nobody will use it, because they're assuming that people are sane. Somebody will use it. And when they use it, it will be devastation like never seen before. But the theory on nuclear is that it's so powerful that no person will ever use it. But that's assuming that people are sane. Or it's assuming that people win wars because, you know, you're not going to use it. But if you're going to lose a war, you'll say, hey, we're losing the war. If we use nuclear, that makes up for a lot of loss. That's what that's, will happen. And so it's very dangerous. But the theory was that nobody would ever use it because of the power, because of the destructive capability of nuclear. And the fact is that there are people out there right now. There are countries out there right now, the leaders and the leadership. And I know a lot of them they would use it. If forced, they would use it. And once it gets used, the world as you know it will end. And when I see these people talking about global warming, where the ocean will rise by one one hundredth of an inch over the next 350 years, where... It's going to get a little bit warmer or a little bit cooler. They don't know. You know, they talked, it used to be global warming. They don't talk about it as much, though. No, Do they find, don't talk. No, Al Gore it, went into hiding or something. Well, no, now they call it climate change because they said it's going to get warmer. It was getting colder. Going to, then it was going to get colder. It's getting warmer. You know, they used to say uh, global cooling because they thought the world was going to freeze. That was in the 1920s. They had a thing, uh, global cooling. Then it went to global warming, but that wasn't working. So now they go to climate change because that covers everything. Your real global warming would be nuclear global warming. That's, that's a warming that will take seconds. And that's a warming that will melt granite. You know what granite is? It's a very powerful, very hard stone. If you take a look at Hiroshima or Hiroshima, as a lot of people call it, uh, Nagasaki, where they used nuclear in a very primitive form. Uh, It actually took granite, large areas of granite, and melted it. And now it's like an ice skating rink. It melted into virtual water. And now when it hardened, it was absolutely stone-cold level. It melted granite. You could hit granite with a blowtorch, and it won't even do anything to it. So you're talking about a level of power, a level of heat, a level of destruction. Nobody talks about that. They talk about global warming. It's, it's sick and we have to get rid of nuclear weapons. You know, one of the things I was going to do and I would have done is the denuking of everything, the denuclearization of everything, because uh, you have to take them away. You have to get rid of, nu- and Russia would have done it and China would have done it. I used to talk to Putin about it. He yeah. loved the idea of doing it. So what, we would have taken away nukes and No, where you, well? you denuclearize where you actually get rid of nuclear weapons, they're too destructive. They're so bad. They're so dangerous. They're so... A World War Three will be many, many, many times greater than World War I or World War II because of the weaponry. You're not going to have army tanks going around shooting each other. You may have that too, but ultimately that won't matter. And we really, when I was doing Tucker Carlson the other night, we were talking about it and Great guy. He's, he's he is a great guy, and he's you know we had a really good show. We talked a lot about it, and he said, you know, That's right. What's worse, and this could take place in seconds. This isn't in, in three hundred years from now. And the radical left never likes talking about it, and they should talk about it. And other countries know exactly what I'm talking about, and they would get rid of a lot of their nuclear weapons or their nuclear weapons. You have to do it. It's a level of danger that the world has never seen before and people don't talk about it. Do you think that
2: based off your relationship with Putin, that you could convince him to withdraw from Ukraine?
0: He would have never gone into, we used to talk about it. You know, he was always, uh, look, he's in love with Ukraine. He considers it a part of Mother Russia and all. But there's zero chance he would have, I told him not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Don't forget, I'm the one that said you can't have a pipeline. And he was okay with that. And then Biden came in and approved the pipeline. It's called Nord Stream 2. You never heard of Nord Stream 2 until I came along, building a pipeline to Germany and all of Europe. And I said to Germany, why would you do this? If you ever ended up in a war with Russia, I will hereby give you the great white flag of surrender because that's what you need. You're going to surrender. They're going to do 80% of their energy through Russia, who they fought wars with over many years, but they fought many wars. And I said, you can't do that. Now, we are uh, at a point in time that I believe without question, because of the power of weaponry, is, uh, is at a level that we've never had. When you go to those two places that I said, Hiroshima and Nagasaki and when you look at the destruction done many many years ago the destruction done the power and you multiply that power times 500 that's what you're talking about and we can't have it and we have very weak leadership we have incompetent leadership we have leadership that doesn't understand that this is something that can happen we have leadership that doesn't hear other people when they talk about it and they don't get it. We have incompetent leaders. This would never happen. All of the things that we have, you wouldn't have inflation uh, because energy, we had energy, very inexpensive energy. We had energy independence, soon to have energy dominance. We would have been selling to Europe. We would have been selling all over the world. We were bigger when I left. We were number one in the world at energy natural gas, oil and natural gas. We were filling up the strategic reserves. Biden took the strategic reserves that I was filling up and he emptied them out now to the lowest point. Those reserves are meant for war, not to get people's gasoline prices down so they look good in an election. But he did that. And uh, now so many things have been wrong. Even we mentioned before the supply chain. Whoever heard of a supply chain problem? You order something and you get it. Now you order something and they tell you you won't have it for years. (laughs) You won't have it for years. Nobody ever heard of it before. Um, We've become somewhat of a third world country. Our election's a third world. Sorry to tell you that. And I'm sorry to probably get you canceled because the one (laughs) thing they don't want to talk about is the fake election. Mm -hmm. So here we go again with the cancellation of the milk boys. But that's okay.
1: You know, we had our friend Steve on the last podcast and he got canceled from YouTube. And if he's on camera... They'll delete our entire channel too. Oh, so they're on. taking it to come the on. next level. Yeah, I,
0: but he's my friend. I know. Can you get on? Come on, just at least shake my hand. Come here. At least have your hand on. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> come here. Oh, that's terrible. Thank I didn't you. know that. It's crazy. So if, it's because I supported you. Well, isn't that sad though? I
1: made videos where I, I bet money on you winning, and I gifted you. Well, and
0: you, you, and were right. <laughs> you. you were right. And I think you were right. Isn't that terrible? Yeah. That's that's crazy. That is called we don't have freedom of the press. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're the press, because, you know, the press used to be like a piece of paper. You're the press now. You and other people and other things, whether it's internet or not. I didn't know that. That's terrible.
2: Do you think that we're becoming like a, a third world country where we're going after like former leaders, like a banana republic?
0: Oh, absolutely. Well, that's what they do in third world countries. They go after former leaders so they can't come back. I have people investigating me over nothing, over things like the boxes hoax. And we had a DA from New York who campaigned, and an AG in New York, campaigned on, I will get Trump. But they investigate me over things that that Biden has been horrible with. He's broken every law, every regulation in the book, every single regulation in the book. Nobody talks about that because it's called election interference. Everyone sees it now though. They see it. Oh, they see it. Well, you know. When they announced this event my poll numbers went up. You see my poll numbers I'm beating every- I'm beating Biden by a lot but what they want to do is investigate you and keep investigating because if I was doing badly in the polls number 1 you'd be able to put me on but nobody would care mm-hmm. maybe but you'd be able you wouldn't be canceled but if I was doing badly in the polls there would be no investigations there'd be no problems or if I would not run there would be no problems. Mm-hmm. Although I think in my case, maybe uh, in my case, they hate me so much. I think it doesn't even matter. <laughs> I mean, you know, 2016 was amazing. And 2020, we did much better than we did in 2016. We got many millions of votes more, millions and millions of votes more. I think we got 10 million more votes than Obama got, if you think. Obama That's got same. votes, we got 10 million more votes. I was told if we got the same number of votes as we did in 2016, you couldn't lose. We got millions more votes and it was a rigged election. By the way, good luck with this piece. <laughs> <laughs> another another
1: thing I want to ask too, something historic that I'm always amazed by what you did is how you got along so well with all these world leaders, especially yeah. Kim Jong un. What I did. What was he like as like a person? Because he's like such a mysterious yeah, he is man totally. kind of like figure. No one knows what he's like. What is Kim Jong-un? Well, first of all, like? he's very smart and he's very cunning. And he's
0: very ruthless. How know? so? Like, how, what makes him so smart? Well, I guess genetically he was born pretty smart. And don't forget, he took over a country at 23. And even though he was sort of like, it was like an inheritance, this is a country with smart, energetic people. He, from a very early start, got it. He took it over from his father, but very young. And you had generals and you had all of these people and armies and, you know, everything. And he gained control and let me tell you, he is the boss of that country, but I got to know him very well. And I think we would have had nuclear war. Had Obama been able to stay or had crooked Hillary Clinton been become president, uh, you would have had a nuclear war with uh, North Korea. Absolutely. I think you would have had. And if you remember with me, it was very rough, little rocket man. And he was calling me <laughs> names and I'm calling him names. And remember he said, I have a red button on my desk and it's got very big power. And I said, no, no, I have a much bigger button than you do. And my button works. And th- we went through so So how'd you guys much. squash that?
1: Because Little Rocket Man, that's a big church. So how did we he went, like get past that?
0: I said, did you ever hear of the song Rocket Man when I was with He said, no, no, no. Did you ever hear of Elton John? No, no, no. I actually handed him the song <laughs> Rocket Man, which is a pretty good song by Elton John. But he never heard. Because it truly is. It's a country. When you
1: gave him the. Oh, him- I gave
0: him. Yeah, tape. and like I, a vinyl? I didn't show that it was made in South Korea, frankly, that, <laughs> that the recorder was it said South Korea. I said, take that off. We had it chiseled off. Thought, they probably figured it out. No, he's a very smart guy. And you know, every time I say that, the fake news media goes, oh, he said he was smart. The other day, I was talking with Tucker about uh, President Xi of China. He rules powerfully. He rules... One point, almost 1.5 billion people. And, you know, you could say that they're eating our lunch. And I said, no, no, he's at the top of his game. And the others are at the top. They're all at the top of the game, except our guy. He's not at the top of his game. And he never was, to be honest. But he's not at the top of his game. Now, you have other people surrounding him who are vicious and ruthless. The same people that take you down because of, you know, I mean, that you're not on. That's very... I kept saying, where the hell is T? What happened to him? <laughs> that's terrible. I hope you're so, that means they cut you out. You get no profit. You get no nothing. You're finished, right? I'm only kidding. <laughs> I hope you don't do that. Otherwise, I'm going to come and stick up. No, no, I'm only I'm only kidding. That's. I think that's such a terrible thing. You know what, what you just said about that? I say, we no longer have a democracy. And I say, we don't have free speech. That's an incredible form of not having free speech. They took him down. For what? Because he likes Trump? Yeah. That's much. that's exactly what I've been saying. But we're gonna win. Look, we're gonna take it back. The country has never been more unified in the sense that they have to have change. I agree. We're gonna I'll tell you this this election coming up. They go after me because I stick up for the people. If I didn't stick up for the people, they wouldn't, but they go after me because I'm I'm protecting the people. This election coming up is going to be Incredible. And I will say, I think 2016 was maybe the biggest thing that ever happened in politics in this country. I think 2024 has a chance to be as big. I don't know if it could be bigger. It's going to be big. But I think it's going to be as big. And I think it's much bigger than if I had won, which I did win, but had it been more traditional with the eight years together, I think the win of 2024 will be much, much bigger than if it was a traditional because you're going to be able to show how bad things were under their rule. Do you think that um, your biggest competition lies within your own party? Yeah. Like from the people running in the party? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they're really fading fast. I mean, it's fading very, very quickly. Uh, You have a guy from Florida, Ron DeSantis, who I got in with my endorsement. He was at three points. He was nothing. He was not going to win. He was going to lose, and I endorsed him. And then when they asked him a couple, not only there, then I got him through the general election. He was running against somebody who at the time was considered very good as a politician. And then when they asked him a few years later, are you going to run against the president? He said, I have no comment. I said, that's not supposed to happen. He was uh, he was dead politically. I endorsed him and saved him. Had I endorsed, he was losing by like 25, 30 points very shortly before the election. When I endorsed him, he went like a rocket ship, like-, <laughs> you, like rocket you love that song, Like huh? Rocket Man. He went like a Rocky, I should call him Rocket Man, but now he's Rocket Man that's crashing. His polls are terrible. I'm leading him in every state. And uh, we we just came out with, uh, they just came out with new polls. I'm leading him everywhere. Why do
1: you think he's, what, like besides that, because he's done a pretty good job with Florida, you agree, why do you think you're a better choice than DeSantis?
0: Well, actually, if you look at the numbers, he didn't do a great job. If you take a look at the numbers, he's very high on crime, very high, right at the top, uh, almost at the top. Uh, he, I think he gets good publicity, although now people are starting because I'm putting out the COVID numbers. He didn't do well on COVID. He had more deaths than almost every country in Florida. I hate to say it because Florida's my state. But he had—he did not have, he did not do well. It's, it's really, it's very interesting. I don't want to knock anybody, but the thing he did well on is public relations because uh, the numbers weren't what uh, they pretended to be. With all of that being said, when you help somebody, I believe in loyalty. You just don't do what he did. Now, he's out campaigning. I assume he's going to run. But I think the numbers are so bad now that a lot of people are assuming that he won't run, and uh, would you consider him like to be your running mate? I don't, I, I don't see it. I mean, I don't see it. We have a lot of great people in the Republican Party, could be. I'm going to speak right now in front of a lot of them. I, I mean, I'm they're actually all waiting for me because I'm talking to the Nelk boys. Let's go, but they don't realize that the Nelk boys are probably a lot more powerful than them. I can tell you, when I did your last show, when I did that show. I got more calls from people that I hadn't heard of in 20 years. They're saying, (laughs) that was the greatest show. So you've done a great job, fellas. Right across the hall, right across the hall. You have the most powerful people in the nation. You have the most powerful governors, senators. You have everybody waiting for me to speak. And here I am sitting with you, not saying to hurry up (laughs) because you're the nut boys. That's pretty good. You're the best. You talked about
2: (laughs) Rocket Man. how you love that song. People don't know this, but you have a Spotify song, don't you? A song on Spotify, right?
0: It's Spotify. You hit the Billboard charts. You hit the top of the charts. So we did a, uh, that's right. I had The Apprentice. It went to number one. I did great in real estate. I did great in politics. But the one thing I hadn't done, you know, I always wanted to be Elvis Presley. (laughs) I hadn't hit number one on the charts. No, we did a uh, thing. It was actually very beautiful. A a version of a very important song uh, that you probably heard. And it was done by The J6 prisoners who have been treated horribly. When you see the way Antifa got treated and so many others that did such destruction and caused death, and uh, these people were treated horribly, and they asked, would I do a voiceover? I did basically a voiceover of the song, and it went to number one on Billboard, on uh, iTunes. These are names I never even heard of uh, three weeks ago, but iTunes, number one, Billboard, number one. Billboard's like a big deal because that's sort of like oh, yeah. you would tell me. But it, as you know, it went to, it's Donald J. Trump and the J6 choir. That's amazing. Wow. That's January 6th. <laughs> and it shows you where the country is. But this song stayed there. And then interestingly, it was taken down by a group because they wanted to try and kill it because they hated that it was number one. And they said, we accidentally made a mistake And taking it down and we'll be putting it up and they put it up a couple of days. And it went back to number one again. You know, they tried to kill it by creating a little separation. Um, no, it was a great honor to do it with them, and it was a great honor to see it hit number one. I didn't expect that. Are are you gonna be coming out with any follow-up songs or well, we'll do something. We have a lot of things planned, but we're gonna have an exciting campaign. We have rallies planned all over the country, and they're gonna be massive rallies. I don't know. You guys We'd love be, to come. We'd love to well, come. We'll have you at the rallies. We'll be there. You guys may be able to do bigger rallies than me, but I'm not sure about that. <laughs> no, definitely. But not. We'll, do, get you we'll get there one day. You could do big rallies. Get there one day. you're going to be there. You'll be there. No, I'm impressed. I'm impressed by what you've done.
1: Awesome. Well, we were thinking we want to end off with a little rapid fire. We have a couple names. You say uh-huh. one word about them.
0: Go ahead. Which one? Do Elon you like? Musk. One word. Uh,
1: one word. Smart. Joe Biden. Dumb. No.
0: Kim Jong Un. Uh, interesting. Very interesting. OJ Simpson,
1: which we had on this podcast. Well, I knew OJ
0: very well. I knew him very well. Um, I better not get into it. I knew OJ so well. Cheater was, on the golf course? No, I don't think he cheats. But I'd say golf. I mean, he loves playing golf. I just say golf because I want to be very nice. You know, was, that was a terrible situation. Kim Kardashian. Justin
1: Trudeau. I'm from Canada, by the way,
0: too. Extraordinarily liberal, as it turned out. You know, I never like one word because you really need more than one word to define people, but it's already much, uh, much different than people thought. I had a pretty good relationship with him, but much different. I've had better relationships with some liberal. Ice Spice. Who the hell is Ice Spice?
1: (laughs) You don't know Iceberg? Like na 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 You you've heard the song.
0: Go ahead, play just below you on the charts. Play. It. Well, I like it. Okay, <laughs> I like it. Go ahead.
1: Oh, I think that I think that's all oh, the names. Are yeah.
0: aliens real?
1: That was the last question.
0: Nah, that's an interesting. I don't personally. I you don't, don't talk. So. You don't talk about aliens. I don't. Much. I'm not a big alien person. I got enough things going without worrying about it. But I'll tell you what. You have a lot of smart people that think that you know there happens to be a certain site, that's the number one most visited site. In the whole country. You know that, What's right? What's that? Do you know what I'm talking about? Where they think they're, the aliens come down? and
2: I haven't been oh, on that.
0: I'll tell you about it after the show. I uh, thought it was a different side. One, different- one last
2: question. Uh, Biden said that you actually left him a very generous letter when you left office. Is there anything you can include that you said to him?
0: So I did. No, I wrote him a letter. It's a tradition as president. Uh, when you leave, you write a letter to the person coming in. No, I wrote a beautiful letter. I mean, if he... If he wanted to give it, he could do that. But it was a it was a nice letter. I got a nice letter from President Obama. Amazing! Thank you, President Trump. We gotta go. Thank you so much, man. I think
1: we might come to your rally. We'll watch. We'll watch you speak. Why don't you come
0: up? I'd love to have you. We'd love you. you. We'd love to do that. You'll be the most important people in the. (laughs) No, but these are the biggest people in politics. You have no idea how late I am, and I didn't rush you. Thank you so much. We appreciate. We appreciate you. you. Like I
1: said, we wanted to have you on right now because I think we need you back,
0: Mr. President. Well, the next time, uh, certain other gentleman's going to be up here. Yeah. At least put your hand on camera. Yeah. See that hand? Oh, the <laughs>
1: Mr. Trump, I have something for you. What? Me and Kyle got you something. I want to ask you a question because I cannot let the you know. okay, Let's go. You're a billionaire. Awesome guy. Why don't you just fuck off and
0: go to an island? Well, I get that question so much. It's true. They say, why do you do this? What? You know why? Because I love our country and I want to make America great again. Okay. I, I just love our country. And we still have tremendous hope and tremendous potential. I want to make America great again. It's more important. I have another
1: question. Do you know Joe DiMaggio? Yes. You like him?
0: Jolton Joe. Yeah. You like him? Well, he was a great baseball player. Are you saying about where have you gone, Joe DiMaggio?
1: No. I just wanted me and Kyle. Oh, we got, got you. you. Oh. Let's get a game. A game well, is bat. From Joe
0: well, that's a big deal. Check it out. Jolt and Joe.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's authentic.
0: Wow, that's f- that's very good. You, yeah. Well, that's a very expensive gift. I appreciate it. I mean, I know you guys are making a fortune. No, but- well,
1: you're bringing the ratings, so we wanted to kind of do well, a little red bringing share bringing with you. bringing you ratings. Exactly. We're bringing
0: you ratings that we always will. We'll do it again, and you're right. Dana's the one that got me started on this thing. Exactly. Doing, you guys. But I have a lot of respect for the job you've done. Hey, that's really great. Yeah. Thank you very much. You deserve it. Thank you very much. Thank you to President Trump. Okay. We got to get him back. We got to get him back. You take care. You take care of yourself. We got to get you back. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. All right, we'll let you Thank go. You.